Hey there, I'm so pumped to tell you about an amazing new community I've launched called Grief to Growth Circle Community. It's a space for people who are grieving to come together to support each other and for people who want to know who we are, why we're here, where we're going to have those conversations, all the things we talk about on the podcast. So I invite you to join me at grieftogrowth.com slash community to become part of this compassionate crew. The best part is 100% free. And you have access to me in addition to everybody else in the community. In fact, the podcast will be there so you can talk about the things we talk about in the podcast right there in the community. There's also some premium content if you want to go deeper in the work I'm doing, but mostly it's about building relationships and community and about sharing resources and supporting each other. So come on over and check it out. It's grieftogrowth.com slash community. I'll see you inside. Hi there. Welcome to Grief to Growth Podcast. Your host is Brian Smith, spiritual seeker, best-selling author, grief survivor, and life coach. Brian believes that the worst tragedies of life provide the greatest opportunity for growth. Brian says he was planted, not buried, and he is here to help you grow where you've been planted by the difficulties in life. In each episode, Brian and his guests will share what has helped them to survive and thrive. It is his sincere hope this episode helps you today. I was going to make this a bonus episode for Patreon members only, but I decided the message is too important, so I wanted to put this out for everyone. But if you are interested in more bonus episodes like this, please go over to patreon.com, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash grief to growth, that's grief, the number two growth, and sign up to become a patron, and you'll get more bonus episodes like this. But this one, as I said, is for everyone. Happy Halloween, Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year. During the holiday season, we continually demand that everyone be happy. For many of us, however, the holidays are a particularly trying time of year. We are supposed to feel festive, yet we dread the days that are supposed to make us feel that way. I believe the reason we have the holidays at this time of year is because we are fighting the natural cadence of nature. The days have grown short with fewer hours of sunlight per day right up until the winter solstice, the shortest day of the year. There are 33 days from the time I'm writing this to the winter solstice, but who's counting? The temperatures are getting colder. Our bodies are telling us to shut it down. Humans don't hibernate the way animals do, but I contend our bodies want to hibernate. Fall is a time of harvest. We gather what has been produced throughout the year. Winter for the earth is a time of rest. It's a time of reflection. Maybe it's a time to be a little less productive, to allow some respite for our weary minds. I know I have a tendency towards hibernation in the winter. I rarely feel like leaving the house after the sun sets early, and I want to go to bed earlier, and I want to get up later. Winter invites us to turn inward, to be gentle with ourselves. Winter takes away the distractions of the long, warm days that long to be filled with activity that we have in the summer. Winter calls for us to take a break for a little while. We place the holidays this time of year, I think to inject some energy into it, to brighten it up. But by doing so, we're actually going against the rhythm of nature. The holidays are full of bright lights, loud music, shop until you drop consumerism. The shopping season starts earlier every year. The season is pushed past Thanksgiving and is moving right in on Halloween. 
Just yesterday, my wife went out to buy Christmas ornaments that are allegedly 50% off. 37 days before Christmas, before Black Friday, really that's when we're going to have Christmas ornaments on sale? There's an ad I just saw where the husband has bought not one, but two vehicles for himself and his wife for Christmas. She walks out of the house and he surprises her with matching pickup trucks. These are the unrealistic expectations that are pushed at us, especially this time of year. We're supposed to spend money we don't have to buy things for people who don't need them. Then there's the expectation of families during the holidays. If you have a large family, you might be dealing with making arrangements to see everyone, trying to juggle schedules of children and work. If you don't have a large family, you might feel you're missing out on what everyone else is having. A holiday spent alone evokes feelings of pity from those around us. And since the holidays are when we're supposed to gather with loved ones, they can be especially tricky and triggering for those of us who are grieving. We dread these quote-unquote happy occasions, like anniversaries and birthdays, when we would normally celebrate our loved ones being here with us one more year. We dread these family gatherings where their absence will be even more evident than in our day-to-day lives. Speaking of expectations, my ex-wife had high expectations for holidays that ruined every holiday we spent together. After going through a calendar year of holidays with her, I realized that a major fight between us marked every holiday that we had spent together. When I addressed this with her, we learned it was because it was all about expectations. She had been taught that the holidays were supposed to be a time of not just feeling good, but of absolute perfection. She would build her expectations of the coming day up so high that when anything less than perfect happened, she considered it a failure, and it would send her reeling. It wasn't that every holiday was bad up until the point her expectations kicked in, but once those expectations kicked in and it wasn't perfect, it sent her into a level five fight with me. So what can we do about this? What can we do about the holiday blues? What we can do, first of all, is understand why we have them. Is it because our body is telling us to slow down, while society is telling us to shop more, party more, eat more, travel more? Is it because we know we're going to be missing a loved one? Is it because we're going to be alone, while it seems everyone else is gathered with loved ones? Is it because we're going to have to see those people we avoid all year and talk about politics or religion, or maybe only talk about superficial conversations? It's really all about perspective. Half of the battle, as always, is understanding what is going on. If you don't feel like going to all the parties, don't go. Permit yourself to skip out on some of them. If shopping is overwhelming you, negotiate with your friends and family to cut down your list. Make an agreement with a friend to skip buying for each other this year. Have a secret Santa exchange rather than buying gifts for every family member. If it's a matter of missing a loved one during the holiday, come up with a new tradition, something you can do to honor them. In my case, what we do now is we go to the movies on Christmas Day a lot of times because that's something that we started doing with Shana right before she passed. Most of us have more than what we need anyway. The Christmas shopping season is a waste as we struggle to find a gift that the other person can use and hasn't already gotten. So when it comes to spending, see if you can find ways to cut that down. If you are going to be alone, take it as a time to reflect, to rest, and to reset. If you're with family... Prepare yourself before you go. Set reasonable expectations. Understand that everyone is doing their best and give them and yourself grace rather than judging them. Lastly, I'll say, go with the call of winter. 
If you feel like going to bed earlier, do it. If you can sleep in, sleep in. Don't allow the hustle and bustle of the season to push you into doing things that are going to cause you distress. If you're feeling a bit down, that's all right. Late fall into early winter is an excellent time to take up a meditation or prayer practice as winter naturally draws us inward. Rest and relax. The new year will be here soon enough, and only a few weeks after that, we have the promise of spring. Happy Holidays! Thanks for listening to Grief to Growth. Brian hopes that you find this episode helpful and will come back for future episodes. Brian's best-selling book, Grief to Growth, Planted Not Buried, is a great resource for anyone who is coping with grief or knows someone who is. If you enjoy the podcast and would like to support it, there are three things you can do to help. The first is to share the podcast with someone that you think it will help. The second is to go to iTunes, rate, and review the episode. The third way you can support the podcast is by becoming a patron. Head over to www.patreon.com slash grief to growth. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash grief, the number two, growth, and sign up to make a small monthly donation. Patrons get access to exclusive bonus content and knowledge that you are helping to spread the message of grief to growth. For more about Brian and grief to growth, visit www.grief2growth.com. Hey there, if you like this episode, come on over and talk about it. Let me know what you liked. If you didn't like this episode, come on over and talk about it. Let me know what you didn't like. Go to grieftogrowth.com slash community and look for talk about the podcast. I'll see you there.